Welcome to Naked Encounting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Capel. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. What's up, Magna Gopal? How you doing, Leon Rose? I've been listening to this podcast and uh, this... Naked <laughs> Encounting? Embarrassed to... No, this other one. I'm too embarrassed to say what it was, what it is. And the... <laughs> what are the uh, hosts to the other one every time? What do you know? And then for the first couple of weeks I was watching it, <laughs> this woman couldn't say anything. She didn't know what to say. Now, I should have thrown that at you. What do you know? Just a little, like, randomly, he asked? Or... Yeah, it's like... Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's, no, it's at the beginning, like the introduction. Hey, how you doing, Magna? What do you know? Oh, I know that it is cold outside today. Cold out. Where, where are you again? You're, you're still in uh, Jersey? Yeah. I mean, we've been oh. having some freak weather because we had um, 21 degrees Celsius one day to minus 20 degrees Celsius two days later with a snowstorm and a blizzard and 75 kilometer per hour winds. Jeez. And then in another four days, back up to like 20, 20 degrees Celsius. Well, it's all sunshine over here at the moment, and it's only going to get hotter, apparently. It's not that we're not getting sunshine. It's just that it's really fluctuating in actual, like, temperature. Wow, go, uh, go global warming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talking of nothing about global warming... <laughs> <laughs> i was like how yeah there's no way i could link into that yeah <laughs> no so i was just thinking like now and this this uh i thought this might be a good subject for us to talk about is mm. like uh, the motivation of instructors why do people do it why do people teach i know personally i fell into this i was kind of thrown into it and it wasn't my plan or anything like that i was i started teaching and I didn't even know how to count the students in properly. My, my, <laughs> my dance partner had to whisper it in my ears so I can get the timing. That annoyed me. That annoyed mm-hmm. me that I didn't know that information. So I went off by myself and studied. You know, I, went, I spoke to one of my, uh, my, one of my first choreographers. I got him to explain all the counts, all the timing for me. So I knew everything, you know, because I didn't want to go into the class and not know this information. Mm-hmm. You cannot be a, you know, you can't be a salsa teacher and not know this kind of information. I know some people that just get into it for the money. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go back into before you went into the money part. There are lots of people who, be, who are salsa teachers who don't know the timing. I remember traveling to some smaller cities, really, you know, out of the way cities where the scene wasn't that developed. And they loved it. They loved the dance. And there were these instructors who were teaching there, but nobody had a sense of time. They didn't really understand the moves. They would kind of lead right through an eight count and kind of hang out at the end of the eight count or start, you know, like a one, two, three, four, five, six, and then one, two, three, four, five, six type of thing, almost like a waltz step. Was that, or a waltz was that timing West Coast swing? Swing? West Coast swim, yeah. No, but they were dancing. It was dancing salsa. Like you could you could see that they were doing salsa. But when yeah. you paid attention, if you were observing, you're like, something feels weird about it. And if you were dancing with them, you're like, something is definitely off. But 
these people were learning from their local instructor who didn't know everything and was teaching, you know? Um, so I think you don't need to know all the timing and all that stuff to become a teacher. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. But the motivation for people becoming teachers definitely varies, uh, has, a, has a kind of a broad range. I mean, I started in the same way that you did because I didn't really have plans of teaching. And then someone was like, oh, you know, Magna, can you, can you teach spins? You're so good at it, teach spins. And I was like, um, I mean, I'm good at it, but I don't know what to teach. And they're like, you'll be fine. You know, and then I was like, holy shit, what do I teach? And what do I break down? And I remember having those issues in my first uh, couple of classes, especially when I started teaching like shines and stuff, counting people in, like getting people to start like together. I would just kind of be like, okay, and, and people, (laughs) people are like, wait, what? Like, we're not doing a basic first. So now I know how to do that. But I believe like whatever your motivation is to get into it, sometimes you find that motivation renewed once you're in it you know, or, or yeah. a new motivation, like, cause hopefully, <laughs> ho- hopefully. Yeah. I mean, but it also depends on your environment. If you are in an environment where there's nothing to compare yourself to, then you are the best that there is. And even with your poor timing or lack of knowledge of timing or structure or whatever, you are the standard, right? But as soon as you get somebody else who comes into the scene or a visiting instructor or you travel and you see other instructors, then you get a comparison. Or if you have a student who has traveled and the student's like, oh, I learned it this way somewhere else. So I feel like if you don't have a com- something to compare yourself to in terms of standard of quality or even um, knowledge and information, it's hard for you to say whether you yourself are a good dancer or not here's something for you because uh one thing i've noticed over in france maybe not everybody but i've noticed that a lot of people that do get into teaching that want to get into teaching they'll go and definitely do like a a year's course with one of the local instructors they have courses in the schools over here you know and that's one thing that i didn't see in the in the uk Although they did have like an organization that was that came into the salsa from uh, the ballroom world and they wanted to get kind of things organized, but not everybody wanted to get involved with that. But definitely over in France, a lot of people do go and pay a lot of money to learn a particular system. Now, if that was the case when you had the first had the opportunity, maybe not the opportunity, maybe around the same time, would you have gone and taken one of those courses? The honest truth would have been no. And the reason would have been because the way I dance, my style of dancing was so different from everybody else, still is so different from everybody else, that I didn't want to fall into a regurgitation pattern. You know, however, I can see great benefit to that. If you've got an instructor whose style you already like, and you're like, this person teaches a certain way. I like what they're offering. I like the kind of students they're producing. Um, I agree with this person's philosophy, those kind of things, then yeah. But not to say that I didn't agree with people's philosophy when I first started dancing. They were really great dancers. Toronto's known for that when we, at least when I started dancing. But I was still really out of the box compared to everybody else. And so I didn't want to put myself in a box. I wanted to figure out how I can create something out of that box instead. I guess it really depends on, on that, but there are not that many people who are coming out in 
these days or even the past 10 years or even 20 years, we're really breaking out of the box, maybe in shows and stuff like that. Right. But in, in terms of like pure improvisational style, there aren't that many, like I've, you know, to be very honest, I've never seen anyone else dance like you. Right. I don't really see anyone even like Super Mario that can just go pattern after pattern, after pattern, after pattern, you know, and every pattern is different. So, and then same thing as, uh, you know, with follows, like I haven't seen really people dance like me and it's been 20 plus years. So would I have gone and learned from somebody else on how to teach? I don't know, because I think the reason I dance the way I dance is because it's different from the way people are teaching. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, you know, I, I was thinking about this quite a lot recently. I think there's like two types of dancers when I'm talking about high level dancers um, you've got those people that can create and those people that can imitate like very very well mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. the, at the highest levels and I think the same applies for teachers there are certain some instructors out there that are extremely creative that can you know always pull something out the hat when they need to and there are some that need to be able to basically copy somebody else whatever mm-hmm. they've learned they can only regurgitate the stuff that they have learned although you know the, the obvious changes with left hand doing it with your left hand doing it with your right hand but it's basically you know the same kind of thing and there's a place for both of those instructors right i mean yeah definitely what, what, definitely yeah, because the growth of this dance and the globalization of this dance is a result of a lot of instructors who regurgitated Mm-hmm. The, what they what they learned right they were really good at recreate or yeah copying and imitating what they learned and then adding a little bit of something to it and then the evolution of this dance and the novelty that we start to see over these years is because of those instructors that go right in with pure creation off of what's already existing so I think there's definitely a space for those types of instructors but Motivation wise, like you, my motivation was partially necessity, you know, like I was put on the spot. So my motivation Mm -hmm. was like, okay, I need to meet this challenge, right? I can do this. I can do this. But my motivation to this day is still getting people, getting my students to a level of technical understanding that allows them to have the freedom that I have. Because for me, the dance is all about fun and improvisation and adapting and seeing what you can create and not trying to just have the same moment with every dance, but actually trying to have a different dance in every dance, you know? So everything I teach is with that motivation is to, to help people grow into becoming who they really want to be versus being a carbon copy of somebody that they really like. I second that. I do. uh, I do agree. What other motivations are there? Uh, money as well. You've got money. Um, really, sh- you want to share the, the knowledge. Yeah. You know, there's some people that just want to share the, you know, the roots and the, the, the real knowledge that might come from somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe that comes because of their history. Maybe it's because of, you know, they were they were born into this kind of industry and they want to you know make sure everybody understands where it comes from and what the basics are right I feel like there's a place for everybody there are all different levels of instructors different qualities of instructors different motivations for each of those instructors as well and there is a place in this global community for all of them because 
your crappy instructors might be crappy by global standards, but they are the best that there is in that local um, ecosystem. And they're introducing it to their ecosystem. They're introducing it to their community because those people might not otherwise know about this. You know, Maybe they learn poor technique and all of those things, but at least they're learning. And now there are new people into our global salsa community that will hopefully evolve when they travel. And if they don't travel, who, who, you know, who the fuck cares then, right? If they're all off time, dancing off time with each other, why am I going to be complaining about it? If I don't really have to deal with it, when you travel and you realize that you can't dance with anybody else because you learn poorly, you probably pick up your game as a student, you know, and if you travel as an instructor, or you start getting a lot of other people coming into your town or passing through your town, dancing with your students, and everyone's like, oh, my God, none of your students know how to dance. What are you teaching them? You might level up your game as an instructor and learn better technique and better timing, you know? Yep. We just need more people in this business. We need more people in Southside. That's all I care about, really. Yeah. You know? I, and, you know, a, a great way to get um, more people involved is to share this podcast. If you think somebody needs to learn to salsa, share this podcast. They might not know what the hell we're talking about half the time. But hopefully, <laughs> by the time they've listened, listened to how many podcasts have we done now? <laughs> My God, I think this is episode 117. Yeah, once they get up to 117, you, you know that they're dedicated and they're involved. <laughs> you know that they're, yep. <laughs> you know that they're dedicated and involved. But we would love to know if you are an instructor yourself, what was your motivation to get started with teaching? Did you want to do it? Did you pursue it actively? Did somebody just ask you and you kind of fell into it like we did? And has your motivation changed over the years? And what do you feel? about other people who have a different motivation? Do you feel like there is a place in our community around the world for them? Or should everybody be pursuing teaching dance for the same reasons? Leave a comment or send us a message. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and make sure you like the page. That's where we post a bunch of stuff. Actually, the last post I think was uh, something funny with Leon. Most of them are really something funny with Leon. So definitely check out our Facebook page at Naked and Counting. Also follow us on Instagram and we will see you in the next episode. I feel motivated, motivated to leave. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ciao.